friends. This is JP Mitchell. I'm here with you with the first Sweet Fire podcast episode. I am thrilled to be sharing this very first inaugural podcast episode with you on International Women's Day in Women's History Month, the year 2023. Thank you for going on this journey with us as we dig out and celebrate the stories of women and girls who have dared to find and use their voice to light up the world. We are excited about the journey. I ask you to stay with us through the whole podcast episode and please leave your comments at the end. Thank you so much and let's get into our first episode. So today we're going to be talking to my mother, Miss Pat. Hello, Miss Pat. Hello. How are you? Fair to Midland. <laughs> I love that Southern phrase. So I wanted to talk to you today because as I get older, I become more reflective about my life. How did I end up here? How did I become who I am? What has led me to this place? And I don't want to take anything for granted. I want to reclaim, put a word to, a name to, put a label on the things that have shaped me. And so I think that talking to you is the obvious best place to start. I've heard some of our family members say that when you were young, you always had this personality that would not follow the crowd, not do what everybody was doing, always felt comfortable being yourself. Where did you get that from? I think it was probably from my belief in God. When you were a girl? Yeah. The reason I say my belief in God, because one thing that happened is that when I was a little, real little girl, probably younger than five, when all the other kids were spending their Sunday school money, you know, which was a nickel a quarter <laughs> back in them days, <laughs> I remember starting about to go to the store. They were spending their money at the store across the street, the little mom and pop store. And I remember, and I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give my money to God like I'm supposed to do. So I have always had a belief in God and I tried to follow the commandments. So you feel like even at a young age, you were empowered by God to stand up against peer pressure and be like who you were uniquely. Yeah. And also... When I was young, my mother thought that because I was quiet and, you know, didn't say too much, that I would let people run over me. So she was always telling me about stuff like that. So I, I think that's too was a big, big reason why I stood up for myself and let, didn't let people run over me. What kinds of things did she say to you? Don't let the boys talk a hole in your head, that kind of thing. Because my mother always kept it on my mind. So, and then when I was older, she said something like, don't just accept what I say, observe and see if what I'm saying is true. Gotcha. So that's basically, I think, where I got my positive self-image and all that from the Bible and my mother. Mm. So you decided that you were just going to just be you. Mm-hmm. And did you ever have people making fun of you for that or leaving you on the outside of the in crowd or any of that? Well, I was always on the outside of the in crowd. And my brothers, my two brothers who were younger than me, you know how a lot of times brothers try to protect their sisters? Yeah. They didn't do that with me. 
I remember when we were teenagers, my brother next to me was about two years younger. And then the other brother was about four years younger than me. But I was at a party. I didn't even know they were going to be there. And, you know, back in those days, the way that they danced was the, the boys cupped their hands under the girls' butt. And my brothers, they talked about me there, talked about me at home because I didn't let the boys do that. Wow. So they, they didn't even protect me when they were doing that. But I was strong enough to knock the, their hands off, almost off the shoulder. <laughs> I didn't take no stuff. Did you make any decisions? Did you have any conversations with yourself when you were young? Like, when I have a daughter, I'm going to tell her. No, I didn't, I didn't have that kind of conversation. Maybe I just had thoughts. Yeah. What would you say was one of the things that you respected the most about yourself growing up as a girl in a world that didn't necessarily feed girls, you know, self-image and self-respect? Um, you know, being my security, me being confident and stuff. And that was what I respected about myself because I didn't let people run over me. Mm-hmm. Are there any women that you can think of that you really admired, you know, growing up or, you know, as an adult that you, whose names you kind of want to call out? I really admired um, Rosa Parks to the hill because she stood up to the white people. You know, I always talk about the cheerleaders. Not that they had the kind of characters I would hope they have to stand up for themselves and confidence and stuff, but I admired their skills. Mm-hmm. So the cheerleaders, did you ever want to be one? Yeah, well, but I wasn't re- willing to put forth the work. I was just, oh, oh, yeah, I want to be a cheerleader, but I wasn't willing to do one step. Wow. I think I went to one practice and it didn't turn out like I thought it was going to be. I was so bad. I couldn't do nothing. I, I don't think I ever learned to do a cartwheel in my life. And they were laughing? Uh-huh. That's funny. So when you think about cheerleaders, let's talk about them for a minute. I think that cheerleaders are an interesting symbol in our culture. And I spent the most, most of my life not disdaining cheerleaders, but they just weren't on my radar. Like I just thought they were in a different category for me because they seemed to always be about you know, how they looked and being peppy and cheery and all of that. And so I just didn't think I had much in common with the cheerleader type. You know, we put people in categories and and boxes. And, And, but I've discovered with my own daughter, little sweet fire, that I actually do admire cheerleaders because as I think about it, a lot of the women who now can hold their own, who know how to speak up for themselves, who know how to respectfully stand their ground and who they are, they were cheerleaders when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that correlation is, but I think there's something about cheer that causes you to be comfortable being out front, which a lot of girls are taught not to do. Be comfortable Mm -hmm. having your voice heard, which a lot of girls are taught not to do. And Mm -hmm. also to kind of have a high level of body, you know, they call it now body positivity, like um, awareness of and, and acceptance of your body. And so, um, and so I just think that there are a lot of things that cheerleaders get from it. Maybe it's even, you know, the awareness of how to 
watch a crowd and see how people are responding and and give the people what they need in order to bring you know the morale up that's a, i think that's a high level of interpersonal intelligence and so i think we sleep on cheerleaders because people look and go oh you know they're so cute they're wearing their short skirts now i understand mm-hmm. that cheerleaders have a lot of superpowers that i didn't recognize when i was young so now i have a lot of respect for what girls you know get out of that experience yeah well I had a love-hate relationship with the cheerleaders. You did? Yeah, I love what they did. I love their skills and I wish I could have had them, but I didn't like those little outfits, little skimpy outfits. Oh yeah. You know, turn the flips and showing the, the briefs and stuff. I didn't, I never liked that. Yeah. So although I want to be one, I didn't want to wear that. Was there any room or space to wear something different? Not that I can see. Now, you know, back in the day, chilies wore pants way back in the day, but um, I don't think they were, they ever wore pants in my time. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah, I think they were, I think they wore pants before the skirt came out, I think. Oh, I need. yeah, I will look into that. I guess my next question is, I remember that when I was growing up, you always went to the school and you advocated for me, even though I was high performing academically. How did you make the decision to go up to the school and be very vocal and advocate, even though there was a possibility of you being stereotyped or, you know, uh, blacklisted or whatever they call it? What, what is your thought on that? That didn't matter. Uh, Growing up in the Jim Crow South, I made a determination that I had to do what I could do for my children in in the white environment you were in. Now, you know good and well how it was in the Jim Crow South and how it's probably wherever you live in it, it probably still is. You know, there was still segregation and Black people were still mistreated, especially Black children. So I lived in Birmingham until I was nine years old, but I've heard reports that habits are formed by the time children are seven. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so that was long enough for me to form a habit. The habits of, you know, the Jim Crow style or experiencing, you know, the Jim Crow style. Mm-hmm. So coming out of that and being in the environment that we were in, I just made a decision to to make sure do what I need to do to protect my children and me. And how did the people respond to you when you were, you know, coming to the school? And can you share about the lawyer comment that they made? Well, the assistant principal, when I went up there one day, she said to me, do you work in a law office? (laughs) (laughs) I said, no. I don't know if I asked her why, but she asked me if I uh, if I work in a law office and that girl, uh, Melissa, whatever her name was, I told her if, if she comes up putting her hands on you, you better knock out. I think the teacher was mad because they, I think her family was a friend of theirs, but I think she was mad because I said that. And like I said, I needed to protect myself and you and my children. So you know how the teachers say, don't bite, don't hit anybody back, just come and tell the teacher. That's what she was telling you to do. And I told you, don't do that. I said, knock her out, (laughs) (laughs) O-U-T. 
Now, I wasn't a knocker out type of kid, so I don't know that I ever did that, but... Well, um, you might be scared to do it, but you know when I say something, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. When I tell you something. So um, let me ask you this. How do you think I turned out in terms of being able to speak up for myself and being comfortable being myself? Well, I think I was a good teacher because mm -hmm. I think you do that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think you're a good teacher. You know, you were around me all the time and you knew that, that I didn't lie, that I told the truth about that. So, yeah. so uh, you know, if I said, you know, if, if I came home and told Chuck something and I said, I'm not going to let nobody walk over me. You uh, you knew that I was I was telling the truth about that. <laughs> Yeah. So I think learn well. That's good. What is it that you want your granddaughter, the little sweet fire, to know about being herself? Well, I think she knows pretty well already. I think she's trying to make sure that Nathan out does not do her. <laughs> 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 so I think she knows pretty well already. <laughs> mm. So my next question is this book. Sweet Fire is really about permission. It's about permission to be yourself. And as the song that goes with the book says, you know, to let your fire light up the world. So you use your mm -hmm. fire for good. You use it for, you know, bettering the world, making change, highlighting things that need to happen in the world and not being afraid to do that just because there are a lot of things that would encourage you to shrink back. What would you say about that message is important for the times we're in now? Well, I think it was always something that we needed, uh, needed then on through the years and now, mm -hmm. especially now because things like women, uh, females are just kind of wet these days. <laughs> W-H-A-C-K, what's, what's that word from the old days? Oh, yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Uh, females these days have very low self-esteem. This is true. This is very true. What would you say um, about this? There was a quote that came to me the other day and I put it on social media and I said, if you create art that celebrates women, women will love you. If you create art that denigrates women, women who love to be hated will love you. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's true. I'm thinking of specifically, there is a rapper named Common. Well, I was thinking about the fact that there are people who make music like Common. He's a, he's a rapper. And they talk mm -hmm. about women, like they talk about loving women and stuff. And so mm -hmm. women like them. Talk about sex? No, just loving women. Oh. And so women like them. But men, my friend was telling me, don't like them because they, they think that they're like weak, you know, because they, they're not hard, right? And oh, so, yeah. So women, if you make art that, that celebrates women, even like Tyler Perry, even though he has all that stuff in his, you know, plays, um, mm -hmm. silly stuff or whatever, in general, women felt seen, I think, when they saw his plays. And so they support mm -hmm. him. And so now he's become, he might be a billionaire at this point. I don't know. But yeah. is, is he? Yeah, that's what I thought. If you create art that celebrates women, then women will love you. But on the flip side, if you create art that puts women down, 
the women who love to be hated will love you. Meaning yeah. there's some women, they don't know that they're supposed to be cherished. And uh, what they look for is somebody who's going to talk down to them, you know, treat them like uh, uh, an mm -hmm. object. They want that. They, 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 they draw to that. And so they support them. And so I just thought that yeah. was kind of an interesting concept. Um, so I just, you know, wanted to know your thoughts on that. Well, yeah, I think that's true. What you said, uh, the two categories, mm -hmm. I think that's true. So why would you uh -huh. say it's important for girls of all backgrounds to read a picture book where the main character is an African-American girl? Well, uh, some people, well, you know, they got their all kinds of stereotypes and that might help to reduce their stereotype. So would you say that this book would give more of an open door of understanding to people who are not black to see a picture book where the main character is. Oh yeah, they in order to catch it early, yeah, they they need that the non-black girls and the black ones too. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. I guess my very last question would be, what advice do you have to the young readers coming through the world today and wanting to be their best selves and fulfill their purpose? Well, I think the best advice I can give to anybody is to come into a relationship with God, uh, trust and believe in God. And you can build your character, yourself, and be the kind of person that, that God would like for you to be by reading the Bible and just trying to get into a relationship with him. So to me, that's the answer to, uh, to all the problems. Well, that's good. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking your time today to talk to me and by extension to everyone who will listen. And thank you for everything you've done to make me a sweet fire as well as your granddaughter. And I love you. We love you. People love you. And to be continued. Okay. And I love you. Thank you so much for joining us for this inaugural episode of the Sweet Fire Podcast. Our mission is to study and celebrate the lives of women who dare to let their fire light up the world. You can learn more about the Sweet Fire Picture Book, which is currently in a crowdfunding phase and will soon publish and be in the hands of Sweet Fires everywhere. Check us out at OSweetFire, O-H. S-W-E-E-T-F-I-R-E dot -E -E com. See you next time. And thanks again for joining us.